And we are live. Welcome back to On The King's Dime. It is Thursday night on the eve of the new season. It's pretty late. It's about 9.30, Um, So we're up late on this one. Little season preview coming up. A uh, little bit disrupted. We were going to talk about some, uh, some armchair COVID stuff, the disrupted start to the season. We got uh, some injury news to talk about as well, a new replacement player. And we're going to have a look at the NBL Cup. That'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Any, anyone yeah. care about that? No? No? We're going to... Yeah. Anyone? Taxi. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about that and we'll just do a little bit of season preview. Uh, we'll probably be live again next week to talk about the uh, season, the upcoming season uh, as well. But as always, you can like and subscribe. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter and YouTube. Uh, we're putting these out in audio form, so we'll also be on Podcast Addict and on Apple Podcasts too. So if you want to subscribe and give us a rating and review, little five stars for uh, Christmas and New Year. Hope everyone out there had a good Christmas and New Year. And this crazy, crazy start to this season that hasn't even started yet. And really, it's supposed to be you know about a month and a half in, about, yeah, about two months in nearly. Two months in. And uh, we really still don't know if this is actually going to be the start to the season. Obviously, it's an evolving situation. There's a few things that are going on. This tournament's meant to be played in Melbourne in kind of a lock-in style, 36, mm. 36 uh, games, nine teams. You know, we can go into the bits later, but, you know, Melbourne's obviously dealing with a, a little bit of a, a, an outbreak as well, and we know how that, you know, kind of manifested last time. So hopefully they can get on top of that. It's just it's just, it's just a weird and bizarre time at the moment for, for yeah. all this stuff. So. I'm hoping that we get some sort of start to the season fairly soon. For sure. So it's it's all meant to kick off uh, next week, next weekend. I think there's one more preseason game that Cairns have to play. Uh, yeah, they're playing the 36ers on Saturday night. Um, but then, yeah, it all kicks off next weekend. A little bit, little bit of apprehension, especially with like the Sydney outbreak. Hope everyone out there is staying safe. If you're on the northern beaches or in greater Sydney area, make sure you're wearing your masks and doing all that bizzo when you're out there. But yeah, it's a bit of a warrior, and it, it really puts into jeopardy what's going to happen at the end of the month for our first home game. I don't, yeah, I don't think that we will be having home games for a little while. And if they do, they're down on the border. They're in Albury, aren't they, at the moment? With yeah. Aurora, they're, they're down there. I, I imagine that's going to probably become home court of some, some description. Mm. Maybe in a month six weeks, eight weeks, we might get a, a game after this Melbourne playing tournament um, at Kudos, but it's uh, it's more likely that probably Wollongong will get some games early on and that, yeah, that, that may happen, but um, we'll, we'll probably have to mask up when we get in there. Yeah, so they did announce, um, I had it up before, but I, I must have closed it. They had, they did, the Kings did announce that they weren't going to be playing at home in that that opener that they're supposed to be playing on the 23rd or the 25th is it i'm just going to double check what date it was supposed to be uh 23rd of january they're supposed to be playing no no hang on no okay it's not on here anymore so yeah they had the all like the first five rounds mapped out but now it's all changed there's basically two rounds now mapped out on the nbl website so they must have changed all the um scheduling and stuff so there's nothing basically down for the kudos at all yeah in January, I think I read that there's possibly even uh, March where they might get a home game uh, with the outbreak that's happening. You know, the cricket's on at the moment and everyone just is happy to go to the cricket, but I think they have a little bit more financial sway 
than the NBL uh, does. It's, it's outdoors as well. That's You're not true. Really, that, yeah, that's kind of a big factor. I think it's outdoors. I think if Kudos, you could take the root off, roof off Kudos, it might you might be able to squeeze 500-odd fans in. But, yeah, it's it's a bit different. I mean, I think that they'll probably get this under control, um, hopefully sometime soon. And, look, you know, Brisbane had, what, had um, a case in a cleaner today that had mm. that really – you know, really strong variant from the UK. That's what she tested positive for, man. That stuff goes through populations like wildfire. So Queensland may be in the shit. Mm. Uh, I have a I think WA's got one too, so that puts Perth into jeopardy. No, oh, it's all just mate. Yeah, I, I still like to go back to like the back end of last season when we were talking about the NBA bubble. I still think they should have just gone bubble route. You know, it, it was all looking really good. Like the back end of last year, it was all looking like you know, this this you know Victoria got on top of it, and I think Melbourne, the two Melbourne teams had a had a, a dose of it go through their um, franchises at the, the back, uh, the middle of last season, and you know it was looking good. And then we've had just Sydney's had this outbreak now, and I think it's put a lot of the stuff in jeopardy. And I guess you can't really retroactively go, we should have we should have had a bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could probably. I look to be honest with you, I think you could probably do it like an NBL one style bubble. Mm. Everyone meets at Albury. They kind of lock down Albury. People play it. It brings a bit of money into the, you know, into the into the, the the country town. Obviously, they've got an arena there that can be that can be televised. They play their games there. They play a tournament. Play, you know, I don't know, fifty or sixty odd games. Have a final series and then then call it quits because you know, obviously the there'll be a lot more development through this year with vaccinations and different treatments that come out mm. that, you know, could make this a hell of a lot safer. We may not be in this position come October, but just to get a product out there, um, especially with, you know, the amount of hype that they're trying to build into this again. Yeah, um, it's it's a bummer, isn't it? Because we had some exponential growth the last couple of seasons. I think the NBL was on an upward trajectory. It was really kind of becoming a much better product to view. They had the Lamello sort of spike last year, Lamello and RJ Hampton. It's kind of a bummer, really, in the grand cosmic scheme of things for this pandemic to hit the league at this time, especially in its infancy yeah. financially as well. It's definitely, um, it's definitely thrown a spanner in the works. But, you know, I think we've, I think the NBA is proving such a strong marketing franchise with so many Aussies in it now. I think that'll draw down onto the NBA. I think people are going to be hungry that mm. they get to watch all these games on SBS now because it, SBS has got the NBA and they want to see something local and they're happy to go, you know, support their local team. So I mm. think that only provides, uh, you know, a way up from that. So there will be always, I think the, the marketing is strong. Um, I think the market capacity is strong for wanting a local league. And we, we've, you know, we were able to uh, uh, attract some, some really good talent, you know, Cairns had some interesting games last year. It has mm. some great young talent. Melbourne played well, you know, Perth always, you know, a great team. Um, and we've got some, we've got some pretty good homegrown talent that's come back from Europe. Um, Jock Landau is a big coup for Melbourne. That's he's going to be. Oh. I don't know, stab in the heart, mate. That I, one, that I can't was, believe we didn't didn't pick him up. I can't believe we didn't like get yeah, just as soon as Xavier Cooks was like, Jonah, get a yeah, get, get Jonah get on the phone. To, get Jonah on the phone. Two weeks down in Sydney, mate. He's he's too busy hiking through bloody you know some national park in uh, following him on Instagram in. Um, <laughs> so really, dude. Yeah, what are you gonna what are you gonna sign for a team? Like you play in Europe. What are you doing? He's just like, no, nah, he's hiking with his old man and his his missus. In, in some national park in, in America. so Spiritual journey, fair enough. I don't know if he's waiting for that call, but, you know, it's not um, it's not happening. 
Yeah. Uh, so. so yeah. So that's that's our little little armchair COVID piece. You know, we're we're in the thick of it here. Obviously, stay safe out there, everyone, and make sure you know you take all the proper precautions because we want everyone to be safe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we'll move on now to Cooks, the injury that takes us nicely into um, Savior Cooks. Oh, brutal, man! Absolutely brutal. Yeah. It's- you're just not going to get a quality replacement. Yeah, at this stage, yeah, no, you, you, you're you going to struggle. And the way the roster is kind of built, it kind of, like, it already needed a guy as well as the roster being full. You know, you probably already needed a room protector anyway. Um, but then, to you know, to try and shop a bargain basement big man. It's mm. like there's nothing out there really. Uh, like uh, we were talking prior to going live, like Denga Kuth's still out there. You know, he was on our roster two years ago. You know, could have brought him back. Pledger, I think, is out there as well. Um, we're going to struggle to protect the rim, I think, this season. And, you know, we signed Tommy Vodanovic. I hope I've said that right. I, I called him Tommy Vaudeville. I think we're going <laughs> to, uh, you know, use that nickname, use that moniker this season. Um but yeah, from what I had, if you look at a couple of highlights, and it's a bit like, okay, good luck. You get what you pay for. Yeah, a little little Rainbow Ray, reminiscent of Rainbow Ray Turner, you know. Yeah, it's just yeah, like if you five. got like twelve solid minutes out of him, then you're just like sweet, like. Um, but the rest of the time, you know, you kind of struggled. Um, th- look, that injury is a massive blow. Like I think. If we were in the swing of a real season, I think this would be getting talked up a lot more as a massive blow to what this team is and what this team is building. He was able to guard one through five, and I think it's actually going to take a huge link out of our chain in that sense. Like, it's not just, oh, no, we've lost X player to go here. Like, I think we've lost a guy that can basically play all five positions at a competent level. And it was really going to knit this team together, especially after losing like JT and even Bogut as well. Yeah, I think that the the talent that's left the building and the talent that's entered the building is definitely not uh, in any way, shape, or form equal. I think that's that's the big issue. We know we've lost 30 points a game in scoring and plus without really gaining 30 points a game in scoring. Um, we've lost defense. Jason Tate, ma- massive defensive um, power forward. You know, Bogut obviously is just rim protecting for days Mm. we haven't brought in equivalent players we haven't got the coaching caliber that we did last year as well and i think that's going to be an issue when when the the you know the backs are you know a back up against the ropes i think that you know you really don't have a go-to guy i think craig moller needs to step up and be that go-to guy I think he needs to take the cook's position, but you know, you're going to be having to play kick it at five for more minutes. He's older. It's not really a great idea. He's probably getting to the point now where you want him as a stretch four and not really playing that five position. Um, you know, cause if we're seeing post to, you know, semicircle key kick it, we're just, it's going to be slow. You know, he's not, he's not the quickest of, um, of our players. We've got a lot of young players, um, and we've got a lot of Casper Ware, who's not really has not really been a great facilitator for this team, and just mm. kind of jacks up shots. So it's kind of, you know, Cooks was a, a good ball mover, um, and we've lost that. It, it takes away, um, 
like I'd be more than happy to just go if we got a roster built around what Casper can do, which is score the ball like a maniac. Yeah. Essentially, is what he's what he did on that Melbourne team when they won the title. Um, if we did that, we'd we'd have to make a lot of roster changes for for the actual makeup that we have in this team. I'd be happy with that. I'd go, yeah, sure. Like Casper, just you know, lighting it up. I'm I'm giving him the ball and let him go. Like he really struggled to shoot the ball at the back end of last season. Um, but at the same time, it like this team is back to kind of just being well. You know, we've got to bring one guy out and put another guy in, and the whole thing changes again. And then okay, yeah. we'll bring another guy out and put this guy in, and the whole thing changes again. And kind of back to that gaze territory where it's like. Like every guy had, you know, we, we had five guys, but every one guy kind of broke the system if they came out onto the court. And yeah, last cool. year we kind of were in a position where we had those glue guys. Like we had Cooks, we had Tate, we had guys who could kind of defend between two and five. Now we kind of don't. I think it's all on Moller's shoulders. And I don't know if he has the, like, the same defensive ability as Cooks did to play. Like he, I think if you said to him, you just play the same rules uh, role as Cooks did last season. You could probably get a pretty decent season out of him defensively, but I don't think we're yeah. going to do that. I think he also needs to kind of score the ball as well. You know, he's kind of our other oversized guy. You know, Didi's going to have to make another leap this season. Even in the preseason game, um, DJ was looked a little – like I've been back over the footage and he looked a little hesitant. Like I'd like well, to see him just go, give yeah. me the ball, I'll score it. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I'll score it type of thing. He's, he's, I think he's young. One mm. thing he's young. Um, young. Again, he doesn't really have a facilitative. Um, he's a guy that you need to set a pin down pick for. Mm. He, he he likes shooting off the curl. Like that's his thing. He's kind of like a Tyler Hero style clone. Mm. Um, and so you've got to set a, a, a wing pick uh, pin down. And you know if he's not coming around a curl, you know you just can't pass the ball. He's not a guy that's going to create it off his own off his own dribble. He's a guy that you have to set plays for. And I didn't see an overly intelligent team on mm. the floor from a, a from a coaching perspective. I mean, that may change. Um, they've obviously spent a lot of time together looking at the uh, Instagram feed. So hopefully that is there's some intelligence that have come out. Like you have to dial plays up for him. He's a player that you dial plays up. Casper's mm. a player that you dial plays up for. Mm. That this if this if you just let this team kind of freestyle, then we're going back to Gay's days of high weaving and nothing happening mm. and just you know banging our heads against the wall because this is just absolute garbage to watch. Mm. Um, and I think that that's you know there was some some good plays last year. There was obviously a lot of threes and a lot of inside, but we we were really spoiled with JT. Mm. Um, dude was NBA level. We knew that. Everyone knew that. And now he's in the NBA on a mm. long contract. So. Um, how do you, how do you fill one's shoes? That was you know the rise of Xavier Cooks and Didi getting a bit a bit older, and uh, I think Cooks is you know probably the biggest loss that uh, that we could have had. I don't know mm. anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm we sure. kind of breezed through that Moller loss last year. Like I think he missed uh, some like eleven or twelve games uh, in the middle of the season. Sort of you know towards the back end of last season, he missed a huge chunk of games. Kind of breezed through that. Yeah, I think now losing Cooks is a massive blow to what this team is and kind of like shoring up what we do offensively and defensively. Um, but it, yeah, it's on Adam Ford now to kind of change everything up, you know, build a new system. I, I, I like the tools we have at the moment, like individually, I'm not like watching that. It's one preseason game, obviously, but watching that, 
you know, we have a few little weapons we can kind of weave into this. Um, but like looking at the cohesiveness, like we've only played one preseason game too. Like usually we play five or six and like get a real rhythm on for a, for a good month. Um, yeah, I think yeah we're gonna. I think we're gonna struggle to to be honest. But we'll go we'll go through this on our season preview when we talk about that. Um, Dude, but yeah, that NBL Cup. Talk, talk to me about it because I haven't really looked in depth at what's happening at the, the NBL Cup. And so it's a playing tournament. Um, it, it's meant to be held in Melbourne, and this is I think with a big asterisk over thirty six games, nine teams, all nine teams. Um, they play the games. They all the games count towards regular season. So there's points that just normally count towards regular season. And then there's points that count towards the cup and Mm. you get three points for winning a game and you get one point for each quarter one during that game. Um, There's $150,000, I think prize pool, which, you know, is is, is like his two Bitcoin. Um, (laughs) Enjoy your two Bitcoin, three or four Bitcoin. Bank it. Yeah. Bank that. He's, he's 0.3 Bitcoin for you and 0.3 Bitcoin for you. Yeah. It's the just, money thing is weird. Like it's some of these clubs are really sort of struggling financially yeah. and guys not coming through the door. Uh, like to put this league into perspective and to then just go cash prizes, you're kind of a bit like, what? This is a disruptive okay. season. Like what? Who, who? Okay, the cash is huge, but like it's a bit, does that feel weird to you? It just feels weird that it's one hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's fucking mm. peanuts. It feels like it's <laughs> like sale of the century styles, you know? Like I, here's I, just a cash prize. I think they wanted to give the smaller teams an opportunity to thrive in a bubble situation. Mm. I.e. Illawarra, Taipans, uh, Brisbane. Maybe that's what it is. I, I actually don't have any idea. Um, that's what I've kind of read about it. There may be more to it mm. um, than that. But you know, it's it's all games count towards regular season ladder. That's, it's just and the just the quarters. Like, oh, don't. Yeah, please don't. don't. Um, quarters by itself, okay. If they were trialing this, if it was just an NBL Cup standalone, you win a cup, sweet. Um, tournament beside the main tournament, yeah, okay, that'd be alright. Oh, yeah, use it as a testing ground for stuff. But if all of this counts to like a regular season, it's just like ooh, no. And you you already touched on a point there at the start, like the uncertainty now that's, you know, forming around Melbourne again. You know, do they move this to Brisbane? And logistically, I guess, how much have they put in the hat already to try and get this tournament up and going, you do know? They, do they, 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 I just think they're better off moving to this to somewhere like Canberra or... Darwin. Albury or Darwin. Or, New Zealand. You know, yeah. <laughs> even... Wouldn't be half bad, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think somewhere where... The pandemic's never really touched. I mean, it's never really touched the Northern Territory, mate. They live life up there to their, you know, living their best life. There's there's no pandemic there because there's no international flights that come in there. So, mm. like, you know, how, it's just not going to happen. Um, WA has been good, but I think, you know, Dunedin, just get down the south of New Zealand away from mm. everyone mm. and pl- play a tournament there or even Tasmania, man. Get out to lawn system and play. Yeah, Tassie's a good there. shout because they're in the they're going to be in the league next season. The Jack yeah, Jumpers. Jack Jumpers. That's mm, 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 <laughs> that's a pretty awful name. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about that, I guess, next season. But 
I, I I like that idea, and that's a pretty good idea to just be like, look, slam everyone into Tasmania. You know, have a like you know call to arms, get your all your facilities set up. Let's run this you know, like pre pre next year tournament type bubble style situation. See yeah. see what kind of result you guys can come up with. I I think that'd be a decent shout. That's not a bad shout, but again, it's all up in the air. Like I mapped out the uh first five weeks of the tipping comp and then i come here now and there's only two rounds there they've changed everything again with all this sydney outbreak so it's going to be a disruptive season it's, it's going to be a struggle and i don't know this cup idea is ambitious i think that they could have done like a, a bit of an elimination cup uh north and south mm. play each other once then play semis and, and like a, a mini playing tournament where it doesn't count towards regular season Maybe we saw some yeah. more of the some development players. Like the minimum they had to have was like two development players on the court. You know, something because we didn't see NBL one this year because mm. um, obviously that was cancelled. So you know, something that had a bit of development towards it. Um, maybe outside of the you know regular season, maybe uh, no imports. Something different to then just playing a, a bubble set of games that count towards a cash prize of literally something that you know the local RSL gives gives more away. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it is. It's like, like um, yeah, club, uh, the it's like the, ca- the, um, what are those? The link, pokey links. The pokey links. It is like that. Man. And it's the members draw. That's yeah, fully. 1040, please come to the front and receive your Christmas hamper. <laughs> that's fully, that's what it feels like. I don't know. The, the money thing's a weird thing to kind of think about, especially with this pandemic and what's happening. We're like, there's a lot of social social implications on just actually being able to run a league and then to kind of like throw in a cash prize to me it's like these teams aren't going to be all just being like we need that 150 come on dad like roll it daddy needs that 150 type of thing like it's it's a kind of strange scenario for a league to come up with but it is what it is we'll have to wait and see um the the like i i like the idea of running a side-by-side cup like euro euro league style like if you watch um any european hoops like they have they run like the champions league basically it's kind of like the football where they run you know euro basket i think there's another like lesser cup that they do that's like um the europa league type of thing for football and i like that idea of like the sydney fc uh the a league running the ffa cup and I'm like, yeah. get register your bum league. Like, start it real early. Register any bum league teams can enter. If you got a team, enter it, and just start like with as many teams as you can, and then insert the NBL teams in there in like the you know the last eight rounds or what, six rounds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that idea. I was like, that's cool. Right, yeah, like when cool. I first saw this, I was like, sweet. They're gonna run something like that, and they're gonna build on that. And then when you now you're telling me about these weird things, they count to the regular season. It's just like, oh no, this has the potential to just go sideways. Yeah, yeah, Oof. it's not, it's not, it's not, yeah. But I like that idea of just, you know, hundreds of teams being like, if you've got a team, just enter it, you know. You guys play 10 men at the rec center, just enter it, sweet. I think there's there's obviously um, Sydney leagues and Brisbane leagues of, of representative games that are probably guys that are 16 and mm. 17 and, you know, in the early 20s. And that would be, you know, interesting to kind of have as an FFA style cup. Mm. Mind you, I've been to FFA, lower ranked FFA games. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's it's hard, man. I have also it's 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 so cozy. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's really strange to watch these guys knowing that they just got to go to work the next day. You know what I mean? And getting heckled on the sidelines and be like, "Hey, hey, go easy on him. He's got to go. He's got to get in the van and go to work in the morning." You know, type of thing. But I I like that idea. If it was a side by side cup, 
Um, but yeah, now that I'm seeing that it counts to regular season, I'm just like, oh, what are you, what are you guys doing here? Um, but with the disruption of COVID, you know, maybe, maybe this becomes something that works, but I think it's going to take a lot to pull this off. Mm. Um, especially with the outbreak. Yeah. So I think just on the, let's just talk about the season in general. What are your, what are your feelings? I think we'll, we'll do another episode next week and we'll see what's happening with the tipping comp. I should have mentioned at the start of that, the tipping comp still going ahead, but everything's changed. So we'll make sure we'll reach out to everyone and get your tips right up until the first tip. If any of the, uh, if any of the games change, we'll definitely let you guys know and work with you on that type of thing. Yeah. Rounds changing, yep. games changing. Cause yeah, everything changed. I had the first five rounds mapped out. And now there's only two rounds in the book, so and this NBL Cup, so interesting. You might have to remake a tournament for the. Uh, hey, bit of salt bay in there. Just Ben's done all this work and no, no, no. I don't care about that. It's just like it's. I'm just thinking about. Oh man, this is going to be hard to like make sure we get all this right, especially with the cup adding to the season. Yeah, I'm looking at this going. Oh yeah. god, I'm going to have to like work out like what these cup fixtures are and how like we can glom well, this cup- into the whole tournament. I think the the thing is the cup. Obviously, if there's that bubble, we just you know there's 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 going to be 36 games. Doesn't matter whether they're postponed because this that and the other they'll just happen and it'll be done. Look, if we if we get some sort of season and a finish, I think the most disappointing thing last year was that it didn't finish. Yeah, don't it bring that just, up again, man. That, that's yeah, it just didn't ugh. finish. Like it 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 needed to it there needed to be some sort of crescendo. It mm. wasn't. And then by basically like driving a truck over the entire Sydney team and just being like, get out of our way, we're giving him the trophy. And everyone being like, what? Like the the season didn't end, what are you talking about? Why two minutes after the season ending, he's like driving a truck over everyone and just being like, award them the trophy, celebrate it, everyone. That was like, what? Yeah, that was just- (laughs) What are you talking about? Um. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll keep everyone up to date on that. Yeah, but season preview, what are are your feelings? What are your thoughts? Um, my feeling is probably Melbourne are the team to beat. Mm. Um, and Perth, um, you know, you, you just can't rule out Bryce Cotton in this yeah. league. They lost K though, and K was a pretty big... K um, big part, but I mean, everyone's lost players. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, everyone's lost quality players in this in this league. Um, but I think Melbourne are probably going to be the team to beat. You know, good job of Golding and, and, and Landau. It's really... Mm-hmm. Really hard to beat. Um, Brisbane have lost. They still got Trimble. I don't know. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. Look, if Cairns can pull together something resembling last year, because they've got a similar team. Yeah, it's a pretty good. um, It's a pretty good combo of Space Cam and um, Machado. I always want to say Roberson. I don't know why I want to always call him Roberson. But that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good duo. So I think they're they're worth at least Mojave King, who is a mm. next star. Mm. He, he's part of the next stars program. Kuat Noy, Camel, Jordan Nag, uh, Nagtai, Scott Machado, Mojave King, uh, Nate, you know, Big Nate. Yeah, Big Nate. Big Imagine Nate. if we snag Big Nate. That would have been oh, sick. Big Nate is just going to dominate us this year. It's going to be disgusting. <laughs> it's going to be pretty bad. That's going to be absolutely just disgusting. Who the Breakers got? This is an interesting one. Who the Breakers got? Mm. So pretty much the same team last year. They've, they've signed Lamar Patterson. Yeah, Ty Webster's um, back. And Ty Webster's back. That's pretty much the Breakers in terms of thing. Um, Phoenix. Roster, yeah, Adam Creek, 
pretty much the same as last year. Cam Glynn's down there. Um, All right, let, let's let's look at these. Let's actually look at these, and we'll go through them next right. week. Sure. Um, but just in general, Kings, how do you feel on the Kings? We'll wrap this up. We'll do a little bit on the Kings, then we'll wrap this up. Not great. Yeah, I'm worried, man. I'll, I'll, I'm going to watch it. I'm yeah. going to enjoy it, but I don't have high hopes. No, I think we've got to kind of reset what we are after this kind of two-year glory phase that we went through with Bogut um, and kind of look at this team and go, man, it's not a good team. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard like, to, to, to reset your expectations. It's a hard thing to do. Um, but and and like do it without getting really upset about what the team is. You know, I know it's a hard it's a hard thing to kind of like put into words. But you kind of just got to reset and go. You know what? I want to see this team be good. You know, like I'm not just going to sit here going, "We were good last year. We need to be good again this year." Like I think we've got to like take a step back and look at this team and accept. It's definitely rebuild. There's rebuild potential here and. Some of the roster last year where you expected them to not be good were good. And then some of the roster last year you expected to not be uh to be good were kind of a bit disappointing. Yeah. So there's there's stories all over the place where if this team gels, it could be really good, but I don't think the ceiling is as high as it was last year. No, it's we're just we're missing probably the MVP of you know, I think Jay Sean Tate would have been top three player in the league. Mm. And you just can't take that away and expect to, you know, hit the same ceiling. And mm. and then obviously Bogut, who was the MVP of the league mm. and defensive player of the year, you can't take those two away and expect the same ceiling. Mm. There's there's too much a um there's too much of a gap in the front court. And um, you know, backcourt stays the same. That's nice. Um but, you know, we'll have to see what Jerome Martin's like. You know, he could yeah, be that's he that's could also be good. yeah. We haven't said that's, anything about him yet. I've had a look at a few of the um the the shoot around stuff. He looks looks pretty silky smooth. He looks pretty fit too, which is good. Yeah, unknowns. I think you know it could be you could be like a Jay Sean Tate where you're like, oh, we're not sure about this guy, and then oh no, it starts looking good, and then mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit, this guy's amazing. Mm-hmm. Could be like that. Could be. Could, could be, could but I'm um, not like looking at him personality wise too. Like I don't think he has like he's more of a basketball player in terms of he comes into a team with an already sort of built up system and f- slots in where his game fits the team and is good yeah. to me like what JT before the season if you looked at JT and just went junkyard dog sweet that's exactly what we needed he came in basically was the junkyard dog rev the team up and it's kind of what we missed the year before like it was, oh yeah. yeah you put a junkyard dog into this team and suddenly you know everyone gets revved up and starts playing a lot better it looks a lot more cohesive uh, I don't know if he's going to really do that. I think, you know, he's kind of just going to knock down shots if he can and play a little defense, which is nice. It might, it might fit. It might be really good. But I, I don't think it's going to give us an elevation that JT did. But then again, how many players are really going to do that unless you snag another NBA-level type guy? Yeah. And look, probably not for the league this year, but I think next year if COVID all falls over, if the world gets back to some sort of normality, there's going to be a lot of NBA level players willing to come out here. I mm. think. I think that um, you know that, that it's definitely changed people's mindset. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. Mm. Yep. Um, just looking at our roster, Diddy. I'm hoping we get another decent season from him. 
Like if you if you took the doors off him and just said like you're you're our scorer, I just gun it. Um, I think he's shown flashes of being able to shoot the three, create create his shot at a decent level. Like I don't think he's like his inside game is pretty good when he's driving to the hole when you kind of when he gets his shoulder set. But at the same time, I don't think he's really shown it for us yet. I think his game suits NBA style type of scoring more than fever. I think mm. when you're driving into traffic, NBA is if you beat the you beat the player off the dribble, um, then your finishing becomes a lot easier. But if you beat the player on the dribble in the NBL, there's just some camping center waiting there for you. So Pretty how do you much, finish yeah. around, um, it's different. You know, you can be quicker. You can have help come over on the weak side. You can't do that in the NBL. You've really got to get your shot set early um, or you've got to, you know, have fantastic ball movement to get an open look inside. So it's it's a different game. I think his style of scoring is, will be more suited to NBA. Mm. Um, but, you know, all he has is, you know, 3 and D. That's what, that's what we need. Yeah. And DJ, I think if he's, he's launching up shots, it'd be nice to see him get off to a good start and kind of take the ball and shoot it and do well with it. But then Dude. kind of from there, it's, oh, it's looking a bit. Hope, hope Kicker gives us some good minutes, you know, and I hope Craig Moller is the gel that kind of we need. And admittedly, he went from being uh, like, what's this guy going to do on this team to, wow, actually important piece, gluing the second unit together. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shawnee Bruce as well. We haven't mentioned him tonight. But, yeah, he, he was our best plus minus last year. So he glued the second unit together. A bigger role for him, maybe. He's actually yeah. putting together a little bit of a, I can create my own shot here. Uh, we saw that in game one where in the, our first preseason game, basically where created a few looks for himself and you're like, oh, okay. You didn't have this in your locker last year. Like hopefully you're a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger now. You can kind of create shots. But you're kind of starting to fall into this trap of like guys that just throw up flaming bags. And that's yeah. a worry. Like in this environment for the team that we have, like I think we just have a few too many guys that are like, I'm just going to throw up some bags here, guys, and a team that will kind of stand around and let them do it too a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm worried about us descending into that. And, yeah, the, the big situation, I would have liked that rim protector again. We said it, said it in our last episode, but, yeah, I would have liked that rim protector, but we're just going to gonna have to see how we go, I guess. Jordan Hunter. Up your game, sir. Yeah. Up your game. I'm looking for a big season out of him, big season of growth. It's hard, man. If you go back and watch his, like, younger highlights when he was, you know, Samaria. 16, 17. Now, pre-college, so high school when he was playing in Australia. He's like a guard, basically. And, like, crazy drives and finishes and, you know, shooting. And then you kind of look at him playing center uh, and he was decent. And is, then is he, is he the Anthony Davis factor where he was like six one and played the guard position and all of a sudden oh I'm seven foot and my body just doesn't respond the way I need it to? Mm, well, kind of like, I, I don't think it was, was like he, six one to six no. eleven, but I think he was more like a scoring type of guard, almost like a small forward type player that now is you know six eleven and can play a bit of center, probably too big to handle the ball, but like not big enough and not aware defensively enough to play as a proper center. Yeah, which. There's been a couple of players that have fallen into kind of that trap a little bit. But, yeah, we're going to have to see. I think he's going to have to play a lot of minutes this season. Like, he, after Cooks went down, his minutes are going to go from, you know, 18 kind of with 10 of them being important to basically all 18 more minutes and now going to have to be important. Yep. Um, which, yeah, that also scares me just quietly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, all right. Well, that's, that's it. We'll, we'll actually go back through 
um, the rest of the league this week, and we'll do a little bit in-depth analysis and actually have a look at what's what's upcoming in the next couple of rounds, and we'll do another another look at that and do an episode probably at the end of next week. You already reckon yeah. Thursday, Friday Sounds next good. week, just on Sounds the eve good. of the new season. Um, but yeah, as always, like, share, and subscribe. We are on Facebook and Twitter, so give us a like on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, I'm going to have to get back on Twitter and do more tweeting. I'm not not great on Twitter, but I'm going to have to get better at that this year, uh, this season. And, yeah, make sure you check out the YouTube as well. Put these up on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and Podcast Addict. We'll also put these up in audio form if you want to listen to those there then. But, yeah, and we will see you guys next time. On the King's Dime. All righty. Take it easy, everyone. Peace out.